0: Hey guys, before you dive in, I just want to give you a heads up. Towards the end of this episode, something happened with our microphone and it stopped recording the session. So what you'll hear is the audio recorded straight from the video feed, which is not something that we normally use due to the lower quality, but we felt like this episode was so good that we still had to produce it somehow. So without further ado, here you go. I have called you, did here. So hi, I'm Debbie Kitterman and I'm Brenda Kitterman and we are here to equip
1: you and challenge you to, to dare, dare to hear, hear the, the voice of God. God. And I am really excited for this episode today because yep. those of you that are listening don't know who we have in the studio with us today. But um, because Linda from Arizona said... She sent us a message and said, I love hearing the stories and the testimonies of how people are stepping out and using prophetic encouragement and the great things that happen. And then somebody else sent me a note and said, hey, could you bring some of those guests that you talk about in your book on the podcast? And so Mm -hmm. today in studio, we have Carter. Mm -hmm. And those of you that um, have read the book, you'll know that he is what I call the coffee house evangelist slash prophet because he is single handedly like winning people to the Lord and bringing the salvation message because he operates in the gift of uh, prophetic encouragement and God sends him all over the place and so we want to talk with Carter today about some of his stories but also if you've read my book Carter you are the one that you've been my mentor for a really long time and we've been good friends we've been really good friends for oh 20 almost 20 Mm -hmm. years And I cut my teeth on the prophetic with Carter.
2: We did it together. We
1: did it together. Mm -hmm. We would minister together. We would be standing in prayer lines together. Like there's some doozy of a stories that we can tell. (laughs) And I'm sure that this is going to be a multiple part episode for people to listen to. But I am really excited for people to really get to know you. Because one of the things that you said to me early on, and I asked your permission to put it in the book, but it was that um, prophetic people need to be submitted, committed, and Connected. And you hammered that in. Every time we would get together, no matter who you talked to, I always hear you talk about that. And you kept saying healthy, healthy prophetic people, healthy people that are going to operate in this gift have to be submitted, committed, and connected. And I kind of thought I knew what you were talking about until I really got in deep. And then we have had many conversations over the years about this, about how some people can be committed some people can be submitted, some people can be connected, but if you don't have them all, then there's a, it's one of those danger zones or those pitfalls. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and um, but I want to I want to dig in, I want to I want to talk about some of the stuff cuz that's one of the things people wanted to hear your stories. They wanted to hear from you. And so, Brandy, do you have a question that you want to ask Carter? Or- no, I kind of just want to hear if he has a story in mind. Oh, I'm sure, has, say, no, I'm sure he has a story. I'm sure he has a story because like the highlight of my day is when he calls. And so, how about if we get started with um, this one? Uh, last week, you actually called me up on the phone and said, "You'll never believe what happened." And so I'm like, "Okay, who got saved?" And you're like, "No, it's better than that." And I'm like, "It's better than one person getting saved." And you said, "Yeah, three people got saved," and in so, three
2: different times. And three different times during the day in one day. Uh-huh.
1: In one day. <laughs> and and, you know, Carter, the, the funny thing is is that I remember you retired. It's been a year. Yes. Has it been yep. one year? One year. And I remember you were like, what's going to happen when I retire? Because um, with your job, you got sent all over, all over the county and even into neighboring counties to do work. And so you were able to take it on the road. And mm-hmm. you were afraid that when you retired that you wouldn't have the opportunities. I'm like, oh, don't you worry, I'm sure. And it's been kind of a dry season for you, too, of not having, mm-hmm. like – giving people prophetic words that then open them up to receive salvation. But when you call me, you're so excited. So tell us the story of what happened that day, because people want to hear from you, not us.
2: Well, what, what I pray about every day is that the Lord would give us divine appointments, and we all ask for that, But yeah. because God has to put everything in order for it to work. But that particular day, I went to see my mom, who is in um, a retirement home, is a nursing home. And um, I as I came in that morning, I, I ran into one of her, the nurses there working, and, and we started talking and, and she brought up the subject that, that she had put my encouraging word mm-hmm. next to her computer and she read, re- reads it every day. And she started crying because she said, you don't realize how much that encourages me. And she says, the other people in the office have been encouraged like that too. And I said, that's really great. And I said, well, so can I ask you a question? And, and she said, well, sure. And I said, well, um, as you reflect back on your life, have you ever come to the point where you've asked Jesus to help you and come into your life? And she said, no, I've never done that. And I said, well, you know, that's the beginning of your spiritual journey. Is there any reason why you can't start that right now and, and pray with me? And she said, no. And so, the, I don't know why, Debbie, but they always extend their hand to, to hold a hand, and I let her in the sinner's prayer. Oh, and so good. and, and be, because she was on a tight schedule, you know, she knows that she can talk to me. My mom's still there. Um, and that was just amazing went down spent some time with my mom and I got called by a guy that still works the telephone company He wanted to know if I could meet him for lunch so we went to a restaurant in uh, in Lacey um, for for lunch and um, uh, we we had our our lunch and we talked and and when he had to leave uh, I said well I'm gonna stay and I'm gonna write this this waitress uh, an encouraging word and he says well you have at it so I, I asked her if I could write a word for her and she said sure I still remember her name, but I won't say.
1: Okay, yeah, just in case. Um, but anyway,
2: um, and so I, 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 gave her this encouraging note, and and she said, "Well, can I read it right now?" Which is kind of rare because she was working. It was right. it was late lunch, but but she read it and and she said, "How do, how do you know this?" And and I and generally I answer the question, "God knows everything." But what I want to know is, has this encouraged you? And she said, and she said. You have no idea, and she told me her name. Mm. And I, I asked her the same question, and I almost always ask it this way. Um, as you reflect back on your life, has have you ever come to a point where there's an event in your life that you've asked Jesus into your life? And she says, no, how do I do that? And, and, I, and once again, I said, well, you, let's just pray about it. Yeah. And, and I led her in the sinner's prayer, and, and she said, can I keep this note? Why do they ask? Can I keep this <laughs> note? No, uh, well, yeah, you can keep this note. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> it's for you. yeah, it's for, you. it's for you. So I left, and and then I went to a um, to a coffee shop further out in Lacey, and I and I met Duke for yeah. coffee, and Duke and I had a cup of coffee, and and I um, felt that I that I had a uh, there's there's young couples sitting there. I felt I had a word for the young lady. Yeah, and and so um, I just wrote the word out, and I and um, I went up to him and I. And I, even though I addressed him, I said, I have an encouraging thought. Could I, and, and I wrote it down for you, may I give it to you? And they, this whole time they were laughing and giggling, and having a good time because they're young, a yeah. young couple. And, 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 she said, well, sure. And so I gave it to her. I went back to my cup of coffee and I'm facing them, you know, across the restaurant all of a sudden no more smiles. And I thought, Uh-oh, Oh, that doesn't sound good. That
1: doesn't. and,
2: and, and then so they, they moved over closer to me and she says, can I ask you a question? And she says, I said, "Yeah." She says, "This is awesome. How did you do that?" And I said, "Well, for a while, I was scared because I thought I was kind of scared." She just "She I'm 19. This has never happened to me." And I said, "Well, actually, uh, what's your name?" And he told me his name. And I said, "I can I can tell something about you right now." And I and, and he said, "Well, have at it." Now they're sitting by me. Yeah. And and so I, I told him what what I felt the Lord wanted me to. And he says, "You're blowing me away. How do you know this?" And I said, "Well, um, you guys talk about it, and, and uh, maybe we can talk a little bit more about it." Yeah. And so they they went back to their original table, and they were writing something. I didn't know what they were writing, and um, and then they um, said, "Can you come here a minute?" And so I left my table and I went over, sat, and joined their table, which I yeah. was facing the road now. Yeah. And um, and he handed me a piece of paper. He said, "This it, we want to thank you." For what you shared with us, and I and I still have the note today, yeah. and he wrote on one side and she wrote on the other, and and I call it a back note because every once in a while when you give a written prophetic word, you can get one. But anyway, yeah. um, and and they they talked about it. They wanted me to tell them some stories, and I told them a, a story. And I said, well, so can I ask him uh, a question? And he said, yeah. I said. Uh, as you reflect back on your life, have, can you remember a moment in time when you asked Jesus to be your Savior?" He says, I remember specifically that. And I said, okay, on that day, do you know what happened? And he said, I think. <laughs> and I said, well, okay, hold on one second. And I turned to her and I said, I said I asked her the same question. Do, do you have an event? She says, well, I believe in God and I believe in Jesus. And I said, so you've never asked him into your life? And she said, no. I said, can we pray? And she says, sure.
1: <laughs> and she put your hand out put on her the hand table out. just
2: like that and all I did is lead her in, in, the, sin, in the sinner's prayer
1: yeah.
2: and, and, and I mean I looked right at her and then I said okay so now I'm going to tell you this day you are eternally saved you cannot buy it you cannot earn it this is what happened and you need to remember as an event you Campbell was his name you, you remember the, the event that you told me about and now Lauren you remember your event And this is the day that Jesus came into your spirit, turned the key, and he perfected your spirit, and now you're on an amazing journey then we talk for a little bit longer.
1: That is exciting. That is exciting. So not only, okay, so you didn't tell me the whole part of the couple in the coffee shop. So not only did you get three new salvations coming into the kingdom and all of heaven is celebrating. Amen. Christ, but you had one that solidified and reaffirmed and confirmed what he had done when he was younger, mm-hmm. yeah. which is so cool. Now, I know, I know mm-hmm. that there's some questions that I have for you that people are wondering, like, how does he do this? How does he know this? He does what? He writes them out, and so let's talk about that one. So when you get something, I know I happen to know because mm-hmm. we've been friends for a long time that you um, carry a notebook around yep. with you, tablet, a tablet, and mm-hmm. you write everything out. And why do you do that?
2: Well, originally I, I started doing that because when I worked with, <clears throat> in particular, high school kids, uh-huh. um, um, when you are submitted to your, your your leaders, you need to be able to delineate what you told that kid yep. so it can't be misinterpreted that's and good. when you write it out um, they can read it and reread it and human nature 50 percent of what you tell somebody is lost by 24 hours that's true and another 24 hours is another 50 percent is lost so if you have it on paper i have lots of people that that that, that still have those written words six years eight years ten years later yeah So um, that's why I write it down, and and, uh, when any kids have questions, they don't have to ask me. They can take that piece of paper to somebody that they respect and know and say, what does he mean?
1: Yeah, which is really good because one of the things that, like we've talked on other episodes, that we like to record things so that people can go back and listen to them and keep them in front of them. But I also happen to know that people, you've done this for years. Of writing things down and giving it to people, especially uh, the people in the coffee shops or wherever God has you to meet. If you have time, you write things down. Sometimes it's in casual conversation, but people will come back to you and they'll say, you're the one that gave me this oh, yeah. note, right? Like I, oh, yeah. it's one of their most treasured possessions mm-hmm. because, because you deposit hope and life into them. Now, now I know another question is, is how do you know this? That's a question that, that I heard you say they were like, "How did you know this?" But I happen to know I get that question a lot, <laughs> yeah. um, and and so I know that that's the first thing that most people ask you is, "How did you know this about All the time. me?" So All the time. what what do you say to people like, "How how do you know this?"
2: Well, I I kind of I, I because that's really hard to explain, yeah. especially to somebody who doesn't know Jesus and and probably more than likely is not involved in the church. Um, it, when when they ask that, most of the time they. There, well, like, like with um, Lauren, she, her, you just blew my mind. How did you know this? Yeah. And and it, the the quickest, easiest answer is, the reason why I know this is because God showed me because He loves you. Mm-hmm. God knows you, He cares about you, and and everything that you're reading there should be encouraging. Yeah. And in fact, edifying, exhorting, and consoling, which is what the Bible says. They don't know that. Right. I said, and as long as that's all good. I wrote that down so that you could be encouraged. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, really you don't have a lot of time. Most of them are, are at a coffee shop. They're to have a cup of coffee and leave. Right. So I don't get to tell them much more than that. No. But I, I, sometimes I do write down um, your the, our church mm-hmm. on the very bottom, and so that all they have to do is get on a laptop and go, R- Restoration Church, and they can find it.
1: Right. So, and if they want to come, they can come. And that's right. And and what I love what I love about that is not only are you getting to deposit seeds in people, but sometimes you're getting to harvest those seeds as I mean, well. I mean. And I think that's a thing that you didn't used to do. So, let's talk a little bit about this part is that you when I first met you that one of the first things you said to me was, we were doing we were ministering together and doing stuff but the lord had given you something and you used to hold on to those things oh yeah for a really long time oh yeah all right and so one time you had come to me and you're like i have this thing for you and i'm reading it and i'm thinking wow where was this like four or five months ago and i and i think i said that to you and you said well actually Actually, I got it about that time, and um, so it didn't always come easy for you, right? Correct. Okay, so let's let's um, can you can you share about that? Like, how did you overcome that fear? Because one of the questions that people asked us on an another podcast was, like, what do I do if I get it wrong, or I'm afraid to step out? And so, um,
2: well, um, back when you and I first knew each other. Um, there, So many times people would, would actually freak out. How do you know that? that that there wasn't any training for either you or me that I knew of anyway? Yeah. And so you you just shut down. You just shut down and there were, um, during those early years, that it took something really, really hard mm-hmm. and, and the Lord, you need to do this, you need to do this. Well, I'd write it down, but then I'd carry it for a long time. And there was um, a, uh, a particular word at um a church I was going to at the time many years ago and anyway and and I wrote the prophetic word out because I knew it was for this teenage girl um and and I knew her mother and I wasn't gonna give it to the girl. And anyway and I held on to her and, and Kathy kept on saying you need to you need to get that to her. You need to get Kathy that. Kathy
1: is his wife, just yeah, so you know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and and so finally I ran into her and I said, I think this is for your your daughter and yeah. good longtime friend, known as her daughter most of her life and 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 I said, What do you think? And she read it And she looked at me and she says, Carter, my daughter needed this 30 days ago. And that's the date at the top of your letter. How come you didn't give it to her 30 days ago? It's not relevant now. I went, oh. And so I I told the Lord that if you give me an impression, if I see a picture, I'll write it down. And I will try my level best to get it to him. Mm -hmm. And Debbie, no one has ever said no.
1: That's awesome. That is so amazing. Well, okay, so we have you here. We're going to actually have to continue the, yeah. more conversations oh. with Carter yes. on another podcast. So who knows? It could be two or three, but we're going to just kind of end this here. And we just want to encourage you that you too can do what Carter does, Amen. that you yeah. can be obedient to the Lord in coffee shops and grocery stores and restaurants, that you could step out and deposit words of life to people, but don't just necessarily stop there. It is okay to ask them if you have a conversation. I think what I love, Carter, about what you do is that it opens up a conversation that you get to come around and ask them if they've ever asked Jesus. I mean, the way you say it is so simple and not in your face. It gives people the opportunity to say yes. And I know some people have said yet no to you, yeah. and not not everybody <clears throat> has said yes, but you phrase it in such a way that is so practical. That's why I've changed you from Carter the prophet to Carter the evangelist prophet. <laughs> (laughs) Because because God is, I've watched God change your heart over the last few years of that there is this heaviness on you that that not just to deliver the words of hope, but to give them the hope in the form of salvation, which we'll talk about on an episode coming up. So I want to thank you for listening to Dare to Hear the podcast, where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. I'm Debbie Kitterman.
0: And I'm Brandi Kitterman. And if you guys have been encouraged in any way, we would love it if you would click subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Maybe even hook that little bell icon so you know the next mm-hmm. time that we post. That's right. Um, if you are listening on any of our podcasts, please subscribe. Give us, um, rate us. We like five stars. We like and those. We do leave those. us a comment down below. Um, before we go... Uh, you mentioned a little bit about your book today, the, yeah. that chapter, uh-huh. um, but this book is called The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement, and it is available um, at your regular bookstore, retailer. It's also available online at wkitterman.com. If you press the shop tab or the store tab, you can get a signed copy from
1: my mom. From me. That's right. And if you want to submit a topic or there is somebody that you would like us to try to get on the podcast to talk to, we would love to hear from you. If you could send Mm -hmm. us an email. Uh, with those suggestions or those topic questions that you want us to cover at info at dare, the number two here.com dot com. We will get those and we will uh, maybe answer yours and give you a shout out here in the near future. So have a blessed week. And this week as you go out and about, look for opportunities to do just what Carter did, to deposit seeds of hope. And then don't just stop there. See if there is an opportunity to reap the harvest for the kingdom of God. Have a blessed week. Uh-huh.